Hello, my name is Aiden, and welcome to Songs That Changed You. And I'm going to be really honest with you right now. I've recorded the intro to this little part of the podcast, gee, maybe about 12 times. And the reason is because I'm finding it really hard to be perky and excited. The world is messed up at the moment. There's horrible stuff in the news, like every day, and it weighs on you. Well, it weighs on me anyway. It's hard to fake that smile sometimes when there's so much hurt going on. So if you're feeling anything like me, I really hope and pray that today's episode is a sense of relief and encouragement. And my guest today, Susanna, definitely is. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Songs that changed you. Welcome to another episode of Songs That Change You, where I sit down with a guest and discuss a song, a song that has changed them in some particular way, had an impact on their life. And my guest today is a Brisbane mixed-medium visual artist, uh, host of the Creative Journey podcast, uh, Susanna April. Hey, how you doing? Hi, so good to be here. Thanks for having me. Now, did I describe you correctly? Because artists, I'm married to an artist. Sometimes they get funny, like, oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not a mixed medium artist. I'm a street slash blah, blah, blah. And I just want to double check. Have I yeah. <laughs> described you accurately? Yeah, honestly, I don't feel that precious about it. To be okay, honest. good. Like, I'm not one of those people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call me whatever you like. <laughs> well, I really like your art. It's thank you. Your you have such a beautiful style as far as putting Bible verses and God's words sort of into artwork, which can often look cringy and cliched, but yours doesn't. So that's the compliment I would like to throw your way because it is beautiful oh, thank work. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks. It's been a real journey. And I mean, started painting maybe 10 years ago, uh, but really only seriously got into it about six. So I just, yeah, it's been so cool to see where God has taken me in the last couple of years with creating artwork. So yeah, I love it. And is art your full-time gig? Like when did that transition sort of switch over? Well, I'm technically a graphic designer by trade and my husband's in ministry. So we're also in ministry and I have two kids. So I guess it's as full time as you can be like a pastor's wife in ministry with two kids. (laughs) But yeah, I I do like this is this is the majority of my world right now. Um, But yeah, we're very, really involved in our local community and just love uh, to just support what God's doing in our region as well. So. And I know that you're very passionate about growing creativity through Jesus as well. That's the theme of your podcast Mm -hmm. that you have as well. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I just, I really love to champion other creatives in finding their sweet spot with God, where it's not about um, what they can do, but who they are in him. And so it's, yeah, my podcast is really the heart behind it is really to champion people to hear God's voice, to know who they are and to not operate out of like a, you know, a doing based mentality, but rather a being based mentality when it comes to creativity. And so it's just such a joy to be able to champion other artists in that way. And do you find putting it in that order helps you with creativity flowing as far as putting Jesus first and then it's 
everything in order from there because I often find like there'll be days where I'm I just can't get creative, you know, whether it be visual art or whether it be, you know, what I do, podcasting and radio and things like that. Yeah, 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 totally. I, I get it because I'm like that as well. But I think what I have come to is that it comes from this place of the history and the foundation you have with the Lord because, you know, like it's not like you walk around doing your job forgetting about who you are as in the baseline of who you are. So it's just constantly coming back to that. And I find in those moments where, you know, I'm not connected with him and I'm creating or I'm, you know, doing my thing, like it's okay, but I know that I'll keep coming back. So I think like my heart is to help creatives establish that as their foundation, you know, that they're not creating from a place of climbing the ladder or wanting to, you know, like it's all okay to want to get sales and want to actually like sell your work and make money from your work. But I think coming back to that foundation of, this is who I am first and I'm going to prioritize this over everything else. I think it's been a real game changer for me. And so, yeah, I would say that that order is pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty bang on um, in many ways. Um, Just keeping him first is always my biggest priority. So, yeah, I don't know. I just could talk about Jesus all day long. He's my thing. Well, that's good. I like that. So. Um, let's subtly um, squeeze in some chat about music as well, though. So um, yes, yeah. what's the song you've chosen to uh, chat about today? Yeah, so the song that's been on my heart is Breathe. And uh, there's so many different versions out there. Yeah. But the version by Catherine Scott from the 90s. This is the air I breathe. This is the air I breathe. Your holy presence living in me there's something about the lyrics you know this is the air i breathe your holy spirit living in me and just the whole the whole theme behind the song is that we would live abandoned and surrendered and desperate for him and I think it's something in the church that um you know it kind of gets like you know we talk about emotionalism and but really like a part of me is like if I'm going to get emotional I don't really want to get emotional about anything else other than God like he wants to be the like I want him to be the first thing that actually draws my you know my heart and my emotions um and the lyrics and the song you know it's like I am desperate for you I'm lost without you and um I remember the first time I I really heard this song. I was probably 14 or 15 and um, it was actually the Rebecca St. James version (laughs) and I had it on repeat in my bedroom and I remember just feeling this deep connection with the Holy Spirit and knowing that this was everything. You know, this this was the very foundation of my life. And honestly, like, it's just gotten better from there. It's not like I've I've had, I have had highs and lows as all Christians do. But uh, in that season, I remember that song as being like a, a marking point in my journey of, no, I'm, I'm living for you, Lord. Like, I'm sold out here. Like, I'm desperate for you. I'm going to choose to always keep coming back, keep relying on you, keep my heart tender, my heart open to you. So when you were 14 and you heard this song for the first time, how long had you had a relationship with God? Well, I grew up in a Christian home and, you know, I was in church and surrounded by, you know, people that love Jesus. But my parents really faithfully discipled us and um, you know, raised us in his ways. But I think it was kind of around the season when this song came out that I really, it really touched home for me. Um, and God really became real for me and really became my faith, my relationship with him. 
understanding that like I actually couldn't you know function without him was something that you know most 14 year olds I think probably don't even think about I wasn't a normal 14 year old I was also (laughs) homeschooled okay (laughs) I don't know I would spend hours reading my bible in my bedroom like I I read the whole bible back to front in one year and I I did bible studies like it was like literally a subject for me (laughs) in my schooling sure um yeah it was just this really precious time of deep foundation where nobody else was really speaking into my life like that came later but in that time it was just me alone in my room with this music blasting with my bible open and those years really marked my life so I think it's really interesting a lot of people when they first become a Christian or get to know God particularly in those teenage years go gung-ho and and it's commit everything mm. and this is definitely a song that speaks to that like it lays everything on the mm. table it, it's like you are the air i breathe you know um that I, mm. i'm nothing without you sort of thing but that can dwindle over the years you know we need mm-hmm. these reminders mm-hmm. along the way of that same passion that we had that same excitement that we had when we first met god to keep it yeah. alive and i think coming back to a song like this can really remind people yeah and i think it's it's, you know, in Revelation, it talks about like, go back and do what you did at first. You know, when you first met him, go, yeah. go back and do that. When you feel your heart dwindling, when you feel your, you know, your fire dimming. And I think for me, this song, it's actually interesting because I'd forgotten about this song until recently. And another worship group came out with a version of this song and it just all came flooding back. You know, those days sitting in my bedroom, just loving on Jesus with this song. It's a good reminder that when we do feel the fire dimming, there's always a call, you know, there's an opportunity, an invitation to say yes to him and to continue to come back. And I mean, I yes, I know that the world is, you know, there's so many things that are thrown at you and there's like pain and suffering and depression, anxiety and all of the stuff that goes on in everyday life. Like we're not promised an easy walk. No. But as Christians, probably something that we, you know, we forget we're not, it's, it's not supposed to be easy, but it can be easy, but it's not going to always be easy. Yeah. The powerful, the powerful reality for me in remembering this song is that I can keep coming back to him. And um, when things are feeling hard, there's a lifeline available to me. You know, there's a promise that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And all I have to do is make an active exchange with him. So, yeah, I know that sounds a bit lofty and a bit like abstract and no, hard no, no. to like grasp. <laughs> do you put music on when you're painting? Oh, all the time. Yeah. I think that singing the Bible is so underrated as well. Like uh, there's so many songs and worship songs out there that literally sing direct from the Bible. And I've memorized so much scripture from just singing worship songs, you know, that are just taken from the Bible and then obviously finding the reference and, and actually reading it in the word too. But um, it bypasses the mind and it goes straight to the spirit. Same as art. I find like people say that often about my work that um, it bypasses like their their mind and it goes straight to their heart. It speaks to their, their eternal spirit. And I think music does that as well. That's um, a beautiful compliment so yeah, if you're getting that from people. Yeah, it's, I will never, it'll never cease to amaze me. I don't know, it's every time somebody will say something like that about my work, I just, honestly, sometimes I just, this is just me being really raw here, but sometimes I just get on my knees and cry because I don't know, like, I'm just little me. Like, now I'm sending artwork every month to eight or nine different countries. Um, wow. Sometimes hundreds of pieces a month, and it's it blows my mind that I get to do this, um, and I'm so grateful, and the Lord has been so kind. 
Susanna, um, I really appreciate your time. I know you're very busy. Where can we point people to check out more of your art? Because I'm very aware that this is a audio medium and art is a visual medium. So where, yeah. where can people see it? Yeah, yeah. Shoot me a DM on Insta at Susanna April. I love to voice message prayers to people. That's like my thing. So if you hear this and you're feeling like none of this makes sense to you and you're feeling a little bit low and flat, please DM me and I would love to pray for you. And also my website is SusannaApril.com. So go check me out there. Susanna, you are awesome. Thank you so much for joining me. And here's the song, Catherine Scott, Vineyard Worship. It's Breathe. This is the air I breathe This is the air I breathe Your holy presence Living in me This is my daily bread This is my daily bread Your very word Spoken to me
This episode of Songs That Change You was recorded on the land of the Ghana people. Each episode is produced, edited, and hosted by Aidan Grant. That's me. I'd like to also thank Zach Spencer for additional audio assistance and Pastor David Hall for helping support the show. If you like what you heard, please leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Or if you want to get in touch, maybe you have a guest suggestion or any kind of feedback, please email aidang at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening.